Welcome to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor at St. Benedict de Moore Parish in the Hill District and St. Mary Magdalene Parish, serving the communities of the East End, Point Breeze, Homewood, and Wilkinsburg sections of the city of Pittsburgh. On this Palm Sunday morning, we are heading up to the North Hills of Pittsburgh to visit Blessed Trinity Academy in Glenshaw. Blessed Trinity was established four years ago through the merger of three Catholic elementary schools, St. Mary of the Assumption, which opened way back in 1847, St. Bonaventure, and St. Ursula. It's pre-kindergarten through eighth grade, and half-day and full-day programs are provided for three- and four-year-olds. Blessed Trinity Academy offers a faith-centered curriculum with rigorous academic standards. Small class sizes allow teachers to serve the individual needs of all students. Each child is challenged to reach their full potential, and community service is also an important part of the educational experience. Here to talk this morning about her school is Maura Regan Edmiston, who is the principal at Blessed Trinity Academy in Glenshaw. Maura, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Good morning, Father Tom. Thank you for having me. It's nice to be here on Palm Sunday. Yeah, happy Palm Sunday, everybody. We are now uh, beginning the holiest week out of the year, so happy Holy Week to you and to everyone there at Blessed Trinity. Now, Maura, we are very proud of the fact that Catholic schools have been able to remain open uh, all but a few days during this pandemic, uh, and kudos to you and the rest of the principals and the faculty and staffs in the Diocese of, of Pittsburgh. Uh, have you, how have you accomplished this uh, big challenge during the pandemic? I will first say by saying that every marker that we reach in the school year, such as winter break, you know, Christmas, now we're coming upon Easter, we all are just completely in awe that we were able to do it. So we thought we would never make it to this year being in full time. So it really just truly is a blessing. And what it took is really understanding from the very beginning what is necessary to keep everybody safe so that we could continue the learning. And then we had a clear plan, and everyone just really worked hard to make it happen and hold each other accountable. We were all on the same page, our parents, teachers, you know, a lot of communication, talking with students, helping students understand the implications and, you know, the why behind we were doing what we were doing. So it really just took a lot of hard work, and I really am appreciative of the parents, the students, and, and of course, the faculty who just took on a risk and just worked hard every single day to continue the learning, both for our students in school, and then, of course, we had the option for students to do what we called BTA at home. So those were students who felt it was safer for them to stay home, so they are streamed in live to the classroom, and really that has gone tremendously well. Also. That's amazing to, ba- to have a balancing act like that. You have the in-person students and, of course, the students that are home, um, but obviously they're tuning in right in the, in the classroom, and it's like they're almost just sitting there, too. So it's amazing how they interact with the teachers. Now, uh, spring now has arrived. We had a um, wonderful week this past week with the temperatures, and I imagine that the morale is rising with the temperatures, with the spring fever, so to speak. Can you tell our listeners about Uh, how the kids and faculty are excited about the spring season? Sure. Well, absolutely, morale is rising, and spring does that anyway in any Mm. particular Mm. school year because it's quite a slug, especially with Pittsburgh winters from, you know, pretty much November to when we hit Easter break. So it is a slug, and it's always a 
challenge because you have students in the classroom more, they're not able to get outside for recess, weather dependent. So again, it's, but it's also beyond the normal morale boost that spring brings. Um, and I think we're able to, again, get outside more, have some longer mask breaks, use our campus again, which we used in the fall when the weather was nice. And of course, we have a lovely space where kids can get outside and play and learn. And then, of course, with the vaccine and a lot of our teachers being able to get the vaccine, that, again, is boosting morale and helping teachers to feel a little bit more safer. Absolutely. You have a beautiful campus there on the campus of St. Mary's Church there at um, Blessed Trinity Academy, and the large parking lot, uh, open, wide open space. Uh, it's just a great, safe area. It's off the main beaten path, so to speak. Uh, so it utilize that green space uh, that you have there. It's, it's wonderful. Now, Mara, the critical thinking skills and problem solving are hallmarks of Catholic education. How is that integrated into the curriculum at Blessed Trinity Academy? I think about all the ways in which our faculty over the last year have had to put their own critical thinking skills and problem-solving skills mm -hmm. to work. I mean, we all have. We were faced with a dilemma, a problem, a challenge that no one really has, has, uh, has faced. So I think that gave us a little boost even in our, in our own critical thinking skills. And then, of course, we pass that on to students and engage them in that thinking as well, as we always have. Um, you know, and I see it every day in small ways such as students talking about their thinking and talking with their peers about problem solving. You know, why did you choose that particular answer? Why does this answer not make sense? And then, of course, in very targeted ways, we do a lot of novel studies in all the grade levels where students are reading books and then really analyzing characters and character development. We see it in their writing. Uh, our sixth graders right now are writing opinion pieces, and of course they're using facts to back that up. When students are doing research, they are being um, uh, helping, they're being helped to understand, you know, how do you check research for accuracy and bias? And then another particular example that I, you know, I think is, is very age appropriate for eighth, our eighth graders is engaging in really essential guiding questions as they're looking at World War II. So, for example, our eighth graders are posed with a question of, is it ever ethical to bomb civilians? And again, through the research, through understanding of the facts and the dates and the history and the complexities, at the end of that unit, then they are posed with that question again of, is it ever ethical? So really using the lens of questions to guide thinking and conversation. Namora, you have a great uh, STEM program at Blessed Trinity, uh, science, technology, engineering, and math. And students put their new skills to work by building and testing sleds over the winter. I, I like that idea. Can you tell our listeners about this interesting project? To begin, it was a risk for the hmm. teacher. It was a new project. It was a risk because you never know how the weather is going to turn out but she decided to do it. And so through the engineering design process, students were able to you know, imagine, if I were to build my own sled, what would that look like? So they imagined, they planned, they created drawings, and then they were able to create their own sled. And then we were fortunate enough that we did get enough snow that then the students were able to go and test their sleds. 
So I even got in on the fun and went out and tried a couple of the sleds, which was very fun. So we do have some hills on the campus that allowed for that. So, again, just really hands-on testing and then improving and reflecting on did my solution, did my creation work. So it was really fun way to, again, really test their designs. So they designed these sleds and then they used them. They went sled riding. Yes. Wow, that very, is fantastic. Fun. How and again, fun. we were lucky to have a lot of snow to do yeah, it. Yeah, this past winter, yeah, definitely. Past winter, um, yes. And then you have a lot of hills around the campus there in Glenshaw, so I'm sure they just had a, a, a ball being outside going down the hill there. Now, you are, you are educating strong Catholic leaders for the 21st century, and faith is an important part of your curriculum. Can you talk about the preparations for uh, reconciliation and how the eighth graders led Stations of the Cross uh, during Lent? One of the benefits of attending a Catholic school is that students engage in faith formation together with their peers on a daily basis. So as students are preparing for reconciliation, Again, that's a daily process where they are praying together and preparing together. And then, of course, with reconciliation, they're reflecting on ways that they've hurt others or maybe have hurt themselves or have, you know, gone against God's will. And so it's a just constant immersion in the classroom of the preparation. And the our second grade teacher, Mrs. Heasley, just does an amazing job, and she is so committed and so passionate about providing that opportunity for students. And then they were able to celebrate their first reconciliation together. And then, of course, the second grade now is also preparing for their first communion. Our eighth graders this year are leading the whole school community in the Stations of the Cross. So again, what an amazing way for them to be able to lead the school in prayer and reflection. And they do it every Friday afternoon. And because of COVID, we have one half of the school goes one week, and then the other half of the school goes the second week. We live stream it so fam- or students in the classroom can watch when they're not able to be in the church. And then, of course, we have a lot of parish members who attend on Friday as well. So they're not only leading their, their classmates and the other students at BTA, but they're also leading community members, which is just really wonderful to see. And they really take on that leadership role and understand the importance of that. Yeah, you're, given, you're giving the eighth graders a, a, a responsibility of saying, hey, you know, here, you, you lead the program and their public speaking skills and um, just organization skills. And doing that, that's a huge responsibility because they are the leaders of the school, uh, kids-wise. So that's fantastic to do that. And, and obviously with the second graders, too, with the reconciliation, it's nice how you tie into that, um, the second grade and the eighth grade, um, especially during the Lenten season. So yeah. kudos to you, at, at everyone there at, at Blessed Trinity. Well, we have lots more to cover. Um, we're going to take a break. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus with Father Tom Burke here on KDK Radio. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus on this Palm Sunday. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor at St. Benedict the Moor in the Hill District and St. Mary Magdalene Parish in the East End, Point Breeze, Homewood, and Wilkinsburg sections of the city of Pittsburgh. And this morning we are featuring Blessed Trinity Academy located in Glenshaw, right off of uh, Route 8 there in the North Hills. And with me on this Palm Sunday morning is the principal 
at Blessed Trinity Academy, Maura Regan Edmiston. And Maura, we were uh, talking about how Blessed Trinity Academy is one of the five Catholic elementary schools in the North Hills region, where the regional governance has stabilized enrollment and finances. And you had the challenge of helping to bring together three schools, uh, St. Mary's in Glenshaw, St. Ursula's in Ellison Park, and St. Bonaventure in Shaler. What have you focused on in, in bringing together a community like that? I have focused on relationship building at, in all ways. And, of course, as we know, relationship building builds trust, which then allows kind of a, a community to feel that they are working together towards a common goal. And, of course, we have a very strong mission, which Catholic schools have, so it really is about also grounding decisions, grounding conversation in our mission. And again, that helps us all kind of have that beacon of what we are heading to. So it's relationship, trust building, to establish that culture and community to really um, build that that community. Absolutely. And we're hearing mergers in the South Hills region with St. Philip's in Crafton and St. Margaret of Scotland in Greentree, and then St. Elizabeth of Hungary in Pleasant Hills and St. Gabriel's in Whitehall. So obviously merging schools together, building friendships, building uh, community, the parents, the students, the faculty and staff in the parishes too. Uh, it's all about relationship building and, and coming together to be stronger, and it de- definitely takes time, but um, as, it, as it shows with Blessed Trinity, having three former schools into one, it, it can work, and definitely you're, you're doing a great job. Now, one of the great aspects of an education at Blessed Trinity Academy is the St. Anthony School Program for Special Needs Students, and I was the chaplain for six years with the St. Anthony School Program, very near and dear to my heart. Can you tell us about serving those young people and how they they in turn are a blessing to the rest of the school community. Absolutely. So collaborating with the St. Anthony program is a truly inclusive model of education, which is one of the, you know, it's part of the Catholic school mission, right, is mm-hmm. inclusion. And that program allows us to live that every single day. And St. Anthony students are able to participate in classrooms, on sports teams, and other enrichment opportunities. And the inclusion aspect of the program provides benefits for all of all students. It, it's not a one-way benefit, and so it really helps all students work on friendships and, you know, doing some peer modeling, problem solving, and then really just living out what God asks us to do, which is to love one another. And so it really is a beautiful way that that is, is lived here every single day. That's a great program. Very supportive of that. Now, obviously, parental involvement is a big part of Catholic schools helping out with school activities and fundraising. How are your parents important to your success at Blessed Trinity Academy? I think going back to that trust aspect is really important. So at a time when there was much uncertainty in the world, our parents trusted us this school year to keep their kids safe and to maintain the learning. So that was a large part of our success is that our parents trust us. And then, of course, it's approaching it as a partnership. You know, parents are the first teachers for their children, so we are really secondary. 
So we're a team. We are a partnership. How do we learn, grow, and work together? Again, going back to that building of community, parents want to connect with each other, and once they do that, they they see all the benefits and then they want to help more. So really it just takes all of those things and all of us collaborating together and, of course, helping with the fundraising is a huge part of the work that they have done this year, and I cannot be more grateful. And going back to the former questions, it's building relationships, building that trust, and especially with the parents. You need trust and collaboration um, with the parents, the faculty, the students, and the staff uh, in order for the school to be successful. So that's so, so important, definitely. Now, uh, despite the pandemic, you keep you kept sports programs going on this year and brought back uh, some trophies. Congratulations. Can you tell us about your wins and the other benefits of competition? Again, another hallmark of Catholic schools is the athletics. And we were able to bring home trophies of at the diocesan level, our varsity boys cross country won this year, and our JV boys basketball just recently won the diocesan championship, and we had other teams participating in the playoffs. So very exciting around here in the last couple months. It's not about winning, though. I mean, that's important and that, you know, we want students to be competitive and to work hard, but it's also about the teamwork that allows that, that happens when you are on a team, you know, and mm-hmm. being active, it builds self-confidence and, and allows students to have fun while they are being healthy. Absolutely, yeah. Now let's talk about you. You grew up in Catholic schools and then had an opportunity to work in other kinds of schools in Pittsburgh, California, and Washington, D.C. What brought you back uh, to Catholic schools and, and back to Pittsburgh? Well, of course, I grew up here, so I spent some time around the country and then decided it was the right time to move back and be closer to family. So that was sort of the driver to come back to Pittsburgh. And then I worked for from home for the first four years while I was here, but during that time, I have two nephews who attend Blessed Trinity Academy. And so I was able to see through them the amazing you know, academic experiences that they were having, the fun, the community that was, that was, you know, BTA and prior to that, the, the schools that they attended before the merger, and then, of course, the ability for them to engage in faith formation on a daily basis. And so I was drawn to the school because my nephew was here, um, <laughs> but also it gave me an opportunity to engage in my own faith formation mm-hmm. and to grow deeper in that in in that in my in my own faith that's awesome you have quite a background now we just have about a minute and a half left Uh, many families are exploring school options now the spring season is here uh, for their children and grandchildren right now how can they learn more about blessed trinity academy in glenshaw and get in contact with you best place to start is our website btacademy.net so you can start there You can also call us, 412-486-7611, and I really encourage everyone to take a look at our website and schedule a tour and come and visit us and see. We have a 72-acre campus, and you can just come and see and tour the school and hear even more about all the amazing opportunities at BTA. 
And uh, if people aren't familiar where you're located, you're located uh, right off of Route 8 and uh, right near Hartwood Acres there in, in Glenshaw. So the location, uh, you have you have children from all over, uh, not just in the, the Shaler School District or Hampton, but uh, other areas too because of your wonderful location. Um, and especially now as we are turning the calendar and moving into uh, April and May, uh, this is a great opportunity for um, parents to come in and take a tour. And uh, even with the pandemic, obviously, the, the school is open, so they're able to take tours and shadow and come in. Uh, you having any uh, open houses coming up in the next couple weeks or a couple months before school ends? We do have an open house coming up on April 21st. <laughs> Sorry, okay, I think we right. just recently <laughs> scheduled it, so um, that is why I am hesitating. Sure, so we do we'll have one in late April, so please check out our website for more information about signing up for that open house. Fantastic. Maura Regan Edmiston, the principal at Blessed Trinity Academy, thanks for being with us here this morning. Okay, thank you, Father Tom. You're welcome. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio. This week in our Plus segment, we are featuring Palm Sunday. As I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, we begin Holy Week uh, this week, and we read from the Gospel of St. Mark, uh, the Passion of Jesus, Mark's version. And throughout uh, Mark's version of the Gospel, the issue of Jesus' messianic identity is very well present. The Passion story shows how Jesus responded, what was done to him, and he absorbed all the violence and transformed it and returned it with love and forgiveness. Even when they nailed his hands and his feet to the cross, he was very loving. We see in the midst of his passion, Christ cared about others, the women of Jerusalem who sympathized with him, the thief uh, who was nailed to the cross next to him, and then his mother Mary uh, sitting at the foot of the cross. We enter into this week like St. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of uh, Joseph, at the tomb, watchful, attentive, to the journey that awaits. Palm Sunday commemorates the entry of Jesus into Jerusalem. So have a great Holy Week. Happy Easter. We'll see you back here in two weeks. Happy Easter with Father Tom Burke here on Catholic Education Plus on KDK Radio.